Hello, my name is James Pikeway, and welcome to Public Speaking in the Summer, Day 14. We're tying it all up today. We're wrapping it all together. We're reminding folks about presentations and what they need to do. Keep it simple. We're also reminding folks about the fact that vocal variety is important, telling a story is important, and typically, speeches follow you know, a five-part plan. Introduction, conclusion being two of them. Three nice points in the middle that are linked together with transitions, stories, examples, all that stuff. Create an epic show. That's what it's all about. It's coming to an end. But here we go. Here's our last class. Day 14, public speaking in the summer. I, I'm telling you, the, the, the way to do presentations is not to fill up those those slides with things just pictures is beautiful stylized graphs if you really have to use them single words multiple words just a number i mean you're the presentation don't fill it up with a bunch of words that's not the way you want to do it it really really takes away from what you're saying and and you want to remember even when they invented keynote and powerpoint the whole idea was that they're going to help you not take over from you so that's, that's really important. So no, you're keep, keep doing what you're doing. Don't overfill, go back to all those examples that I keep showing you of, of slides and things. Go back to Matt Coots. Take a look, go back to, um, Ron Gutman. Look at the Ron Gutman Prezi. That's a perfect example of exactly what you want to do with slides. Uh, how, are, how are others doing? Any questions? Anything on your mind? Any challenges that you're facing as you get into your last speech that's coming up? I, as I said, keep it really focused and simple. And, and there's so much going on around us. It could be lessons learned about yourself in COVID. It could be, you know, you've, you've had a small business, You how you got into your major. Maybe you're married, how that has changed things. It could be anything. Maybe you're a sports star. Maybe you started doing sports and then you took out your knee and maybe you, who, who was, who's the basketball lady here? Which one of you was the basketball lady? Who did basketball? One of you did basketball. I can't remember who was the basketball person who doesn't do basketball anymore. Who was that? That's a good talk. <laughs> uh, that's Bikita. Yeah, that's a good talk. I, that, that is that there's, there's a talk there. I mean, I don't know what, it, I don't know what, what you're going to do, but that, that easily could be a very nice motivational presentation. Anyway, lessons learned from basketball and why you're not doing basketball. Hmm. I mean, if I was going to, if I, if I was going to do a speech, what would I do? I, I ran a marathon. I always wanted to run a marathon. So I ran a Dubai marathon. I did it in a great time and I'll never do a marathon again. <laughs> so lessons learned from a marathon and, and why one would put themselves through it. And, you know, it could be actually maybe the last two kilometers where so many people were at the side of the road crying because they couldn't finish. It was horrible. Those last two kilometers were the most horrible kilometers of the entire run. It was, it was brutal and it was, it was exhilarating at the same time. And I thought I'd do another one. I started training and then I realized in the training process, no, there's no reason to do this. 
um, any questions from anyone else? Anything you want to say? And, and of course, at the end of class, uh, if you want to talk privately, I can open up a new Zoom room or stay around and we can go over stuff. If you've got questions, queries, ideas, things you want to bounce off. The, the key is, as I, as I keep saying, post-it notes, put them on a wall. Keep your ideas so simple because remember, you've only got four minutes. So I don't mean simplified idea as in, but think really. So I, the word, when I keep saying, keep it simple, I probably should be saying, keep it focused, narrow it down and, and think about how you're going to make people go. Yeah. You know what? I can do that. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. She's got a great example. And you want, you want people to be listening to you going, you know what? I'm going to give that a try. If it can work for asthma, it can work for me. If it can work for Maha, it can work for me. That, I think that becomes that really big challenge. Really, really quickly, let's uh, take a little look here. Really quickly, remember last class, and I'm sure you've all gone over your stuff. So we, we had some really nice material up last class. And the, so another example, by the way, of, of a great slide presentation is not Elizabeth Gilbert because she doesn't use any slides. Sarah Kay, did she use slides? I don't think she does. No. But Reeves uses slides and he uses video and he uses audio and he uses it masterfully. So if you're putting together a slide deck and you're working on your slide deck for a talk... Reeves, that's the one to take a look at if you want a, another example. That, I mean, it just works. And that, to me, is the way we should all be using our slide decks when we're doing presentations. Now, the, the other piece that, was, that we have there, remember, there's uh, the reading that we want to be taking a look at. And you want to, it's sort of your last sort of blast on what you're looking at. This was put in the notes last class is it's the reading on delivery of speeches. And just, I mean, it's it's a nice kind of capsulation, a nice end product, capstone in a sense, of what we've been doing in the class and, and how it all comes together. And I think it's really kind of important to think about, okay, when we talk about methods of delivery, that's how, how are we talking? And so you want to be thinking how are you delivering your speech? And is it literally sort of the manuscript style, which is not acceptable, not for what you're doing, but it is a type of speech that a lot of people use. The speech is written and the speaker reads it word for word to the audience. So many people do this. So many people do this and it's, it, it, they can be great. And there are manuscript style speeches that can be great, not often, but they can be. And it's, it's, you know, it, it is what it is. We have the memorized style that you are all very familiar with where someone memorizes that speech word for word and they do it. Again, a memorized speech can work. It's a lot like a manuscript speech. I don't recommend a memorized speech. Although, remember, memorizing your conclusion and memorizing your introduction are really good ideas because memorizing the introduction gets you into the zone. You then go into the, the middle part, your second, first, and third points. You know the points, so those points develop based on what you've been practicing over and over again. But if, if it's a pure memorized speech, the problem is 
as you're doing it, if you lose your spot, you've got to rewind it to where you remember. That is not good. Impromptu style, this is a lot about a lot of that we've been doing in class. We've been doing a lot of impromptu speeches in class. And we're going to actually do one of those today, although you've had a little bit of time to look at it. It's, it's kind of made up. It's, you know, it's unrehearsed for the most part, pretty much unprepared. Two things that I don't recommend for your final speeches. I don't, I, I truly, if you're going to, if you've been asked to do a presentation, if you've been asked to do a speech, if you've been asked to do something, you don't want to do it impromptu unless you absolutely know that topic and have been talking about it forever. Then if someone says, hey, can you tell me about your business? You can do an impromptu about your business if you've, that's all you ever talk about. But for the most part, impromptu speeches, they can be interesting and they're very useful. And the, the reason we do them is to help us get over some nerves, to help us think about our elocution, how we're saying things, to help us think about speed, to get us used to talking in the group. But impromptu speeches, you know, do have their, their challenges. The, the more, the one that, that I kind of love and that I think is really more like what we're doing. And is definitely when you think about Reeves speech and when you think about Sarah Kay's speech, the (laughs) extemporaneous. And this is really kind of between that impromptu and memorized. And it's exactly what you're doing. You have, a, you have a, a very clear start. You have a very clear end. And in the middle, you've been working and you've been practicing and you have some key ideas and you know what those key ideas are. And if someone interrupts you, you can stop and you can start again and you might switch something as you're doing it. And they're, they're carefully prepared. They're carefully rehearsed, but you're, they're delivered you know, with keywords that you might have. You're not reading it. You, it, it's really, this is the kind of speech that you're doing. And as I said, we've seen great examples of that with Reeves, Sarah Kay, even even Elizabeth Gilbert does these. Most TED speeches are of this style. They're not being read. So it becomes really important. Professor, I will still not be doing the quiz now. I need to catch my appointment. We're going to do the quiz like literally in two minutes. Can you stick around, Miriam, and do the quiz? Uh, We're going to do it in two minutes. So that's where we're going. And all right, so that is that, that is that. So, so, and that was basically what was, what we talked about last class. So where are we going? We've got uh, little things that we want to do today. And that was good work on the quiz, by the way, ladies, good work on the quiz. I'm glad you were all here at the start of the class. And where we are heading in, this is our last physical teaching day, your last day to prep. And this is, this is a great day. We're going we're gonna to be doing a 60-second presentation. You're going to be doing 60-second presentations. And I'm, I'm sure you all took a look at what you're doing your presentation on. And that's... Uh, there's a number of images that we've put I've put up and I've put your names on them so that you can see what it is you're talking about and what you're talking based on and all of you have an opportunity to see what everyone will be talking about. The goal of this exercise is really simple. You're thinking about the beginning and the end, so you want a clear conclusion. You're also thinking about 
a little bit about organization, you're really thinking about your voice. You're thinking about the fact that you are talking with us, that you're putting some emotion into what you're saying, that you're sharing an idea. You're practicing your craft of what you're going to be doing for us in your last speech, which is remember it, this is, this is it. Your last speech is coming up four minutes. It's a motivational speech beginning three basic points that are all linked together. You transition them through, remind us where we're going, tell us a story, drag us there, explain to us what we need to know. And the nice crescendo in a conclusion where you bring it all together and you let us know what it was all about. Everything we've been doing for the last five weeks, this, this whole five week thing comes together in your final speech. And, and I've, I've, I mean, I've been looking at your work. Your work is great. You're asking great questions. It's really important. And I, I can't stress this enough. And, and if you follow anything that I write about public speaking and anything that I've been saying, you only get better at public speaking by speaking. That's why we constantly do these impromptu exercises. One, it helps with nerves. Two, it helps you to start thinking about how the pieces come together. Three, it forces you to think simplistically. So simplifying things down with very clear linkages to them so that your audience can understand them. Thinking about the delivery, getting you to think about all the pieces you're putting together as you encode the idea for it to be decoded. And that becomes really, really important. So what we want to do is we're going we're gonna to take a, a quick five-minute refresh. So I'm going to turn everything off, and we're, we're going to come back. But what I want us to do, and I want you to do, is if you haven't gone to Blackboard and turned on day 14, you want to and see what you're going to be talking about. Any questions at this point before we get going? You have been listening to Public Speaking in the Summer with me, James Pikeway. This was day 14. You want to find out more about what we're doing, what I'm doing? www.jamesed.com or follow me online at the James Cast. Hope you got something out of all this. Remember, at the end of the day, you only get better at public speaking by doing it. Keep talking, keep working it. We'll talk to you again soon. My name's James Pikeaway. This has been Public Speaking in the Summer.